They long for a better way of life, for the promise of a home. A home built on love and courage. We're home? We're home. The land did its best to defeat them. I lose those oxen, I can't make a crop. I can't make a crop, we lose everything. But they kept the promise alive. That when this family pulls together, we can do anything. Come home to a simpler time. Come home to Little House on the Prairie. An American original return starting Monday at 4 on TV6. Welcome to Wagon Talks, where we discuss the upcoming events of Walnut Grove, such as London Circus coming into town, baking contests, sales at the mercantile, as well as listing much-needed services such as a new blacksmith. And the day would not be complete without the most updated Granger news right out of Chicago. Actually, no. Although that might be a lot of fun for us bonnet heads. This offshoot of Walnut Grovecast is an experiment into you, the listener, and the fans of Little House on the Prairie. In each one of these wagon talks, I hitch the team with a fellow Little House fan and head into town, and we have a chat along the way. If you would like to participate in a future episode of Wagon Talks, please email me at mark, M-A-R-K, at walnutgrovecast.com. Today on Wagon Talks, we have Brandon and Whitney. How are you doing, Whitney? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on here and talk about Little House in the Prairie, our favorite subject, right? Yes, I'm so excited. Um, I love the podcast, and I've started listening um, in about in like October, and I've just pretty much binged every episode. So oh, awesome! Yeah, <laughs> a lot of let me just, I, I guess we'll just start with who are you and just you know, a little bit about yourself and what you do and what you're all about. Okay. Um, my name's Whitney Griggs. I'm from Rock Hill, South Carolina, which is about 20 miles outside of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And um, I teach third grade and um, I have, this is my third year teaching, so I'm relatively <laughs> a young teacher. And yeah. then... Um, I'm 28, so, and I've been a fan of Little House since probably elementary school, third or fourth grade, I would say. Oh, so when did you first see Little House in the Prairie, the TV show? So, um, I stayed at my grandmother's house um, during the summer, like when my parents were at work, and um, I would watch it at her house, and I, that's, I mean, I became, I like got hooked after that, so... (laughs) Um, do you remember the first episode or the, the first episode that really kind of made an impact on you? Yeah, I think I was thinking about this question and I, um, I have a feeling it was, I think it was country girls. It was (laughs) definitely an episode when the, um, Laura and Mary were younger. Um, but that still is one of my favorite episodes. (laughs) If it wasn't one of the first episodes I saw, it definitely was one that like got really got me interested country girls <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's funny because it's our first taste of nelly being nelly right and harriet being harriet yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so what about your favorite episode do you do you have a favorite and least favorite so i was i have a lot of favorites and i think my favorite episodes are ones that are about like the girls at school are just like the lighter episodes, like mm-hmm. the ones about someone falling in love or um, like I really liked um, Back to School, um, Sweet 16, um, I Do Again, um, Stone Soup was yeah. always one I liked too. 
Um, and then one of the episodes that was more dramatic that I liked was the blizzard. I, that's like my favorite Christmas episode, even though it's. Yeah, like, that's not a lovey-dovey one. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, I, I, I like that one a lot. Um, I've seen all the episodes, but, um, and I do like the more dramatic ones, but sometimes I just like, I feel like my favorite episodes tend to be more of like the, the like more fun ones. You, you know which one, um, the next one I'm reviewing, and it probably won't come out for a little while, is The Spring Dance. And I kind that's of forgot about not- this episode. Yes. I forgot about that. I um, had that one down too. The one where Laura is the one where she's younger. I don't remember. Is it just called Spring Dance? It's yeah. It's called the Spring Dance. And, okay. Yeah. You know, I love that episode too. It's so. It's such a cute episode. It has. Um, oh, what's her name? The widow. Um, the, the male lady. The female. Yeah, man. Grace um, Foster. Yeah, Grace. Yeah, Grace um, is trying to get Isaiah jealous, and she just is uh, hanging out with Doc and all of this. Crazy stuff, and we get a funny scene of Mon Pa in bed eating popcorn, which I, of course, I'll point out in the episode. And um, it's just, it's a really cute episode, but also a little bit, I guess, um, there's a lot of strange sexism going on. Just the whole, like, um, act, act like you're dumber, or act like you're less of a person, and the boy will like you. And so it's right. um, one of those things, and it keeps failing, which I think is funny. Yeah, and especially I think isn't and Laura is doing the same thing as Grace is doing. So yeah. like it's really it's interesting to see Laura like that because we know how you know like strong willed she is as a character. Well, it was Ma's idea, which is really funny because she's saying to um, to Grace how you you have to do something. That man takes advantage, you know, takes you for granted, and it's just really kind of funny to see Caroline acting like that. It's a little childish, but it's a very fun episode. Um, yeah, it about, is. I like that episode, too. What about least favorite episode? So, I was, I really do like them, like, most of them, like, I'll watch them if they're on. Um, <laughs> you but, just kind of just, it's like just an always on thing. People are like that with Little House and The Office, I would say. Uh, see, and The Office is another one of my favorites. I've mm-hmm. seen every episode. Yeah, me too. I love it's it. It's always on. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the one I thought about was Home Again hmm. um, with Albert yeah. because I was I was young when I watched that one, and I don't think I've seen it again. Did you get um, scared straight? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is not Little Hal, but... Um, <laughs> He's vomiting yeah. milk. It's very strange. I need to watch it again, maybe now that I'm older. It's a pretty dramatic episode, right? I mean, but a lot of people said that that particular episode really made an impact on them at an early age yeah i think it's so different than a lot of the ones i'd like seen before and Mm -hmm. like just like the contrast was i just was like oh my gosh like i i didn't even think like i thought for a while um i was like was that an actual little house episode or did i just like (laughs) right did you you fall into like a fan fiction corner or did you is that a real episode but yeah, it's so crazy on paper that it's hard to explain to your casual Little House in a Prairie fan that Albert became a morphine addict at right. some point. Right, I know. Like, huh, how about that? Um, it's kind of like Breaking Bad, you know, and um, Little House kind of mixed together, sort of. Yeah. Not really, but... Um, 
So, um, what about um, your favorite and least favorite characters? We all, of course, love to hate Harriet, but... Right, and I, you know, watching Little House over and over again, I kind of, you grow to love Harriet. I mean, I don't, like, I I didn't like her at first, but I, she's, she's definitely grown on me as I oh, watched. I love her. She's great. Yeah, I think she's great. I mean, she's, I, I love the episodes with, um like, Harriet and Nels. I, I think those are hilarious. Um, um, my favorite, I guess because I'm a teacher, Miss Beetle was always one of my favorites. I always thought she was so nice and, you know, I just, she was just, I loved her. And then, um, my favorite like kid, it was Willie. I I loved Willie. I thought he was funny. And then I like to see how he, he grew up and he became, you know, he became like a handsome young man and it's like, Whoa, Willie, what's up? (laughs) Like we've known him since he was like, you know, little and, and to see him grow up. But, um, yeah. And then I also really like Nels and then my least favorite um, this this is kind of a like a very minor character, but Miss Peel from Whisper Country. I just don't like Miss Peel. Jezebel. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, she um she's definitely um a dramatic character, right? Like she's um she's a real memorable one. There's a lot of the one-offs are very memorable. Um, but right. here's a side question. So you're a teacher. It's your career. Um, who is your favorite teacher in Little House? Is it Miss Beetle? Yeah, it is. It's Miss Beetle, and um, <laughs> but I loved Laura when she was teaching. I also liked um, when Harriet taught that um, when Harriet like replaced Laura for like a little while. Mm-hmm. I thought Harriet was a really funny teacher. But my favorite, like all time, is definitely Miss Beetle, for sure. Yeah, um, you know, it's where I, I always thought. Now that I'm watching the episode so much closer these days, um, I think Leslie Landon did a very good job as um, Etta Plum. Wait, um, Etta Plum? Mm-hmm. I forget. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah, I like, I think, and I think if we would have maybe saw more of her too, um, mm-hmm. you know, she wasn't on as long as yeah. some of the other ones, but. I'm just going to play a real, I have this here and it's up. Because I am reviewing this episode, so I have a I have my favorite Willie um, quote being that you brought up Willie. This is such a funny little segment from the Spring Dance. So I have not been playing clips in these wagon talks, but I brought a boombox on the wagon, and I'm going <laughs> to play you a clip. So um, here, here's a little one. Um, I'm doing this on the fly. Hopefully, it just works. Oh, it wouldn't have. Right. Nothing ever works right with you, Willie. But I just didn't. Oh, be quiet. I just did what you told me to. Dumb girls. <laughs> I just think it's a dumb girls. Yeah, oh, and Willie. Willie always got carried into, you know, whatever Nelly was, was getting him into or Laura. I mean, he just was always <laughs> just kind of drug along. <laughs> it's like, kiss me on the cheek. Get away from me, Willie Olsen. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, so what are your thoughts on the Laura Ingalls Wilder books? Um, have you read them and, and all that kind of good stuff? have read okay so I've read like the first three um my I, I wasn't much of a reader when I was in elementary school I didn't really like to read so um my mom and I would like read those books together so mm-hmm. I got into the books first and I, I, I can't remember the last one that I read I would love to go back and read um 
the long winter um, just after hearing people like talk about it on your podcast mm-hmm. because that seems to be like like one of the the best books so everyone always talks about that book um, and then I would like to read the the first four years about their their marriage um, yeah. mm-hmm. because I thought I don't know. I know much more about like Laura Ingalls, like what she wrote about her younger years, but Uh oh, I lost you for a moment here. Did from the I lost you there for a moment, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you okay. froze. You were just saying that. Um, you were saying about it, it, like broke up a little bit, but you, you were saying about the uh, the four years, uh, the book about the four years afterward, and how you want to yeah, read that to I, kind of follow up on the story that you never learned. Yeah. So I mean, that's I don't think I've ever read that one. Um, I know I had that one, but I don't think I ever read it. And mm-hmm. then I was saying too that I'm reading. Um, a book for younger kids to my class right now as a read aloud. Um, it's like adapted from the Little House series that I found last year. And it's just shorter and easier to read for, you know, second or third graders. And what is that? Uh, that's just, um, is it a retelling of the same stories? I think what it is is it, is it takes like parts of the story and then like combines it. Like the one we're reading right now is called School Days. And it's like, a lot of the different like talks about like all I guess all the times they were in school in the books or maybe like pulls from the hmm. books and just kind of I guess waters it down a little bit because it's, it's definitely meant for little kids um it's like easier chapter books so we've been reading that because um I started it last year because we used to take a field trip to like a one-room schoolhouse but of course now with COVID um yeah. we're not going anywhere so um <laughs> We, I still read it this year, and they seem to enjoy it. So it kind of goes along with social studies and all that. That's awesome, though. I mean, third grade is, um, for me anyway, it was like my um, awakening because that was the year, that was the grade I was in when I first started reading Little House, and those were the first books that I got into. You know, some books yeah. just kind of click. A lot of people can probably point to books like Harry Potter and stuff like that. You know, you read these things, and it's like, you, like oh, there's more, and... That's what happened yeah. with me. And, it's, and I think it's interesting, too, for kids to kind of, like, hear about... Because we were reading one scene about a... It was, like, describing a chalkboard. And it was talking about, you know... But, of course, like, these kids growing up now, they, they don't... We don't have chalkboards anymore. We have, like, dry erase boards. So they had no yeah. idea. <laughs> so it's really funny um, to kind of, like, for them to hear stories. Especially, like... Um, you know, like you wait, wrote on I, the wall, and you were allowed to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we have a digital board. Yeah. So. Um, but um, yeah, I think, and I um, I was wondering last year when I was like, do, do are kids still interested in the Little House series? Like, is this something, something that still, um, you know, with like you said with Harry Potter and with like all these different series, I didn't know if it would still be appealing, but they they really they enjoy it so. Yeah, it's good to hear that it does resonate with the younger um, generation. I don't know how um, how wide that is um, with all kids. Like my son, 
he's just not really too into it. And even now he's in seventh grade and he just didn't have any interest whatsoever. <laughs> and, um, you know, he reads like, you know, f- sci-fi and fantasy and everything. And I'm, I'm happy he's reading, but, um, you know, he kind of skipped over that entire thing. But sometimes as kids get older, they learn about things like civil war and they start going backwards, start reading older literature. So there yeah. is hope. <laughs> and I think the age I have too is, um, you know, when they do start getting older, I think they become more interested in like, you know, at, like other things, um, you know, third grade, they seem to like whatever I <laughs> suggest. <laughs> So that's really nice. Well, yeah, but it's I like you're like, like Miss um, Beetle. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, you know, in the upper grades, it can be a little bit more challenging sure. um, to kind of get them excited about something. I, so. so outside of nostalgia, what do you get out of Little House on the Prairie today when you watch it? So I love just like seeing how like the history part of it um I mean, I know it's not always super historically accurate or, or mm-hmm. whatever, but um, it just, I mean, it's nothing like anything that you see on TV today. It's like a mini movie kind of when you watch it and then just like, I don't know. I just, I love seeing like the old fashioned um, just way of life and things like that. So Yeah, I agree with you. There's a certain pacing also that just is missing from modern television. It's... Like, we're not in that much of a rush when we're watching Little House. They somehow sum it up in 48 minutes, and everything's just kind of like, okay. And then Charles has no shirt on all of a sudden. So, like, um, like all all types of weird stuff is always happening. And, um, but, um, you know, I just, I'm amazed that people still love it so much, and I'm really happy about that. And I'm really floored that so many people want to come on here and talk about their own experiences. I love this and I love hearing the different takes and everybody thinks they're choosing the same characters or episodes or everything. No one is. Everyone for the most part is, has all different reasons for watching the show. And it's just so interesting. Everybody gets something different from the show. And um, I I really love that. Yeah. I, um, and I, when I found the podcast, um, because I, you know, when I grew up, Little House was on reruns, but like a lot of my friends and, you know, didn't, don't really watch Little House. So it's nice to have like the community <laughs> to like, oh, these people, like they get it. Well, yeah, so, you're like, I mean, you're, you're 28, you said, right? I mean, right. the generation that grew up with Little House is um, way before you. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, you know, even with me, I only watched maybe the tail end of the new episodes. And even that I wasn't really into. Like I didn't like those newer episodes until more recently. Um, and like you said, you kind of learn to love them. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bad can, relationship. I, mean, I didn't um, like the older ones either until I think you kind of have to um, get to know the characters before you can appreciate the <laughs> yeah. later seasons. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. But Whitney, I want to thank you so much for coming on here. It looks like we're coming into town and we're going to park this uh, rig. I think we call it rig. And <laughs> No, but seriously, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time tonight to talk about your Little House in the Prairie love and um, and all that kind of good stuff. I really appreciate well, it. Yeah, thank you so much. I am so um, 
glad I got to be on. So it was just great to talk about Little House. I love this show. Thank you so much, Whitney, for taking the time to come on to Wagon Talks. This next Wagon Talks is with Brandon. We hitched up the wagon, we hitched up the team, and um, we're, we're heading into town today. And um, I say we because I have um, a special guest with me in the wagon today, um, Brandon Letoulier. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing great, and I'm thrilled that you said my name right. I, I went for it, and normally when I overthink it, I say it wrong, but I nailed it, and I will not repeat it now. <laughs> I'll even copy and paste from before and paste it if I say if I have to say it. But um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Uh, it's, it's really great when um, people will reach out. Um, I, I asked if people would like to come on here and talk about Little House in the Prairie, and I'm so happy that you reached out to do it. Uh, we were just talking for a good half hour about so many different things. Um, and it's just every single person I speak to is, is so unique and so like wonderful. I'm, I'm feel really blessed to be surrounded by people who not only listen to this podcast, but also are just good people who are just all trying to like do good things. I don't know where I'm going with this, but Brandon, could you talk about a little bit about, um, who you are and, um, just a little bit about um, a little bit about yourself and what you do in life. Sure. Well, I, I live in South Louisiana in a, in a little town called Lafayette. It's um, about two hours out of New Orleans. And um, I'm 43 years old. I was born in 77, which was right around the time that I think uh, Little House was first starting. So yeah. I really started listening to um, or watching the, the, the shows when I was a kid um, on TBS, basically reruns. But um, I have. Uh, we have two kids, I'm 43, and I have a three-year-old, which is a little crazy for doing that. <laughs> um, and I have an eight-year-old girl. Which is even and, doubly crazy, right? Almost which is triple. even doubly crazy. <laughs> My wife is a teacher, and I'm an attorney. I do commercial uh, and maritime-type law, both transactions and litigation. I play in a band, uh, an obnoxious 80s and 90s rock band. <laughs> and when I'm not doing all of those things, I'm trying to veg out in front of the TV and have a little escape with, with Little House, um, which is, you know, I think just a, a great show and, and, in my opinion, kind of ahead of its time. I do want to just um, point out to um, if NBC is listening, I just want them to know that we have an attorney on our team. So before you <laughs> send me any cease and desist letters. Now, thankfully, NBC has been very, very friendly to the Walnut Grove cast um, podcast. So uh, um, when did you, you were just saying you watched it in reruns, you watched the little house in the prairie in reruns. Um, you were probably, I'm going to say, I don't know, seven years old when it went off the air. Um, what do you remember? Well, what do you remember when you were a kid watching it? You know, I, I remember, you know, obviously, you know, Laura, Nellie, that sort of circle, mostly the early days. I do remember, I say the early days, the early days of the episodes, like early season. Yeah. I do remember they would jump around and, and, and have a couple of other seasons. But I remember like Bunny the Horse. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, the feuds, you know, that are that are internal to the town. I, I don't know if it's because I, my wife and I re recently rewatched the entire series and just awesome. finished it maybe a month ago. And um, from beginning to end, pretty much all the way through. Did you start with the movie? Finale. Oh, yeah. Oh, OK. I had to right. start with the movie. <laughs> Well, and it was on Amazon Prime, and I think that that's kind of how it's uh, it's set up on there. Yeah. Um, so I thought the movie was great. I think it's I've heard it's closer to the books. Yeah, it's very so accurate I, to the books in comparison to 
the the series, uh, which of course deviates from the the history. But but you know, it's all it's all good. You know, it's um, I I personally think that there is this um, importance, of course, that the books represent, but the TV show really kind of helped bring a reawareness to how good these books were. I read, these were some of the first books I ever read in my life. Um, the ones that kind of clicked. Um, I think everybody has a book like that. And, you know, it was the Laura Ingalls Wilder books that were the first that really got me to want to read. So that's why they're kind of special to me. Um, but back to the TV show, do you remember the first episode that you kind of liked as a kid? Do any stand out, um, you know? I, I don't, but I do. What did stand out to me um, was, um, again, probably the one with um, where where she sells her horse. Laura sells the horse yeah, to heartbreaking uh, to, to Nelly, which was is still one of um, is that is that Christmas at Plum Creek? Yeah, that's that, Christmas. Okay, she sells her um, for an oven seven seven dollars and eighty seven cents, I believe. Well, I, I, that's one of my favorite episodes, and I, I definitely remember that. And, um, you know, I remember a couple of episodes after I've watched them again, uh, this year, I've kind of like, Oh, well that, that reminds me, uh, of of something that I've seen uh, when I was, when I was young. But I also would say that going through the entirety of the series, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't catch, uh, (laughs) for one reason or another, or maybe I'm just, you know, um, because I watched them in succession, exactly in chronological order, uh, maybe it just made a little bit more sense. Uh, like, you know, for example, I remember Albert, but I didn't remember how Albert came to the family and stuff yeah. like that. Um, now that the TV show is so fresh in your memory, uh, do you have a favorite episode or and also a least favorite episode? Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about that and I was trying to kind of go through the list of, of episodes and think. I, I do think Christmas at Plum Creek has just got to be there. Um, I, I just think it's a you know, a lighthearted um, you know, Christmas type thing. Mm-hmm. I, I can rewatch. It's got a lot of rewatchability. But uh, other than that one, I, I would say um, I'll be waving as you drive away. I think that was really good. It really kind of hits where, in my opinion, Mary turned into a, a real actress. Sure. <laughs> it did yeah. really great. Some dramatics um, uh, going on in that. Sure. And there's a lot of absolutely. ferns. A lot of ferns. You know, when she's whenever they're um in any type of office or um, professional setting there's always a fern sitting in the background yeah exactly i also thought about sweet sweet 16 when laura becomes a teacher and then sure. i think that's a real turning point in the in the show and then um uh, i'm gonna say el manzo and get fussed at because that's how they say it on the tv show but el Man- el manzo you know, yeah, it's el manzo i never heard of el manzo Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> so I really dig that one. And, um, you know, th- there's some other parts of the seasons that I like. Like I like the beginning of season five when they kind of moved to Winoka, which I thought was really interesting. And uh, probably the last one I would mention is the series finale, only because there's been so many series finales that have been terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, it, from new heart right waking up and it's all you know all just oh, a dream God, to, you remember that Jeez, I yeah about that. to yeah to to even seinfeld you know which i think most fans roundly hated it at least when it first came yeah, they out up, they, all, they went to jail i mean it was so... yeah they, they end up in jail and this was just kind of you know probably it's, i guess in its own way very dramatic ending but 
spoiler alert, blowing up the whole freaking town yeah. is fantastic. I mean, what better way? Because you can't have the town. Let's let's blow it up. I just thought that was brilliant. And then the way that they did it uh, with the old school 80s, like the physically blew stuff up mm. in slow-mo. I just thought it was great. What about um, least favorite? Which ones were you kind of like, you know, <clears throat> I'm just uh, I can't wait for this episode to be over. <laughs> so I'm sure everybody mentions. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm definitely gonna be honest. Uh, you know, it's definitely the whole acid trip. You know, psychedelic thing with <laughs> Carrie, which <laughs> I, I was just, I was a little bit intrigued, but also it was hard to sit through some of it. Yeah, it's like but, where is this ones, going? <laughs> where is this going? But you know, the ones that I disliked the most were probably. Some of those slapstick ones that they had towards the end, like there was one where I'm, I'm trying to remember, um, they took it some goofy criminals that took people hostage just right outside the town. Yeah, when they do so the kidnapping dis- and everything. Um, oh, it was terrible, and you know, I, it, that just didn't intrigue me um, very much. I, I'm yeah, a fan I'm, of comedy, but but not the slapsticks. Or the love of Blanche is another one that is um, well hated, <laughs> but um, yeah. oddly enough. Um, Kim Kim Layer and I um, reviewed for the love of Blanche um, months ago, and um, I haven't publicly released it because I I just it got mixed up because I released all of these holiday episodes for One Acrobatcast, <laughs> so it's kind of in yeah. the mix. I have to get in back into the rotation, but it's coming. And um, I don't know. I I have a new love for the episode, believe it or not. So I think the um, I think. Just like Star Wars for me, I learned to love no matter what, <laughs> eventually. But uh, I understand why people will dislike, you know, some of these episodes. Um, what about a favorite and least favorite character? Wow. Um, okay. So I thought about that as well. And, you know, one of the things I like about Little House on the Prairie is that, you know, it was really kind of ahead of its time. Uh, there's a lot of peripheral characters. Um mm-hmm. And, and that's what I, I enjoyed about it. I'd have to go with, you know, I'm a cheat a little bit. I'm going to say Nails, but I'm a, I would like to say Nails and Harriet. I just think that they're a duo that were, you know, throughout the series. You know, um, they didn't just kind of come and go. They're always sort of there. They're always contributing to the story. And I just think, you know, how, how the hell did Nails put up with Harriet? I don't yeah, know. My wife, um, I've said this before, but... My wife's not a big fan of Little House, but she would watch it from time to time. And she started watching it a bit. And she said, why didn't the town get together and just kill Harriet? And I said, <laughs> well, it's a good point. You have a good, good point. Um, so who, if you could put your finger on the worst character, who are you like, oh, man, not this guy again? Oh, man. Charles, um, right? Charles? <laughs> No, 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 no. I like Charles. I I'm kidding. Charles I'm kidding. Great. And, uh, Choose the most beloved character. You know, I got to go with, um, you know, Nellie's replacement. Oh, Nancy? Um, yeah. Allison Bolson. You know, it, she was to me like, um, I forget her name, but who replaced Rudy on the Cosby show after Rudy got older? Oh, I don't remember. Um, you know who I'm talking about. One of the I can uh, see her in my head. She's a cute little girl, but yeah, it's like it's a little bit late for this. You're you're the jinx from the Brady Bunch for the most part. Exactly. So that's who <laughs> cousin that's Oliver. Who Nancy reminded. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what Nancy reminded me of. Like, okay, we had this void where we had this this character. She's grown up. We need to fill that void. So let's put in a more obnoxious, ridiculous character. I get it. And, um, I've learned and, to love the Nancy character again. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just biased. <laughs> well, she's a, a, a cheap, extreme, I guess, version. Yeah. <laughs> of, she's just not the original. It just seems, you know, forced a little bit. I get and it. And a little little too on the nose but having said that it, it doesn't ruin it or anything it's mm-hmm. just not that's that's my least favorite you hate me um <laughs> so <laughs> the, do you the answer is yes what are your, i do hate you what are your thoughts on the laura ingalls wilder um books the literature that surrounds all of this where it came from boy okay <laughs> okay so I, I suppose i'm not a true fan because i haven't read the books however my daughter, um, who's eight years old, um, she is reading them now. And oh. I think I'm going to read them. I, I really appreciate the show. I have enough, um, I guess, background to know that, you know, um, from everything I hear and from my experience, I'm sure the books will be a little bit more cursory. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they're young adult books, as I understand it. Um, and so, but I, I do want to get into them. I just haven't yet. My wife's a teacher. I'm sure she's going to make me read them at some point since <laughs> we just finished the series. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll get back to you on that whenever uh, awesome. when I get, get through them. Um, and just out of um, just kind of in conclusion, what do you get out of Little House <clears throat> on the Prairie today? Do you um, I mean, your, do your kids watch it? Um, was this kind of a family thing? Um, like, do you look back, you watched it with your wife? Um, was it a kind of a bonding type of situation? And um, I guess that's it. I, you know, w- what do you get out of it um, these days? So I, I think that's a, a great question. Um, we started watching it, uh, the entire series from back to front um, or back front to back rather. Um, during COVID and it was really just my wife and I, I got my, my daughter to watch a couple of episodes and she enjoyed it. Um, but I, I guess for me, um, some of it's a little bit of nostalgia, but it's really a great show that's ahead of its time that provides a little, you know, a little escape for me. I'm an attorney. I deal with a lot of issues, you know, a lot of people's business problems and sure. whatnot, um, at work and it, it's escape. And I like, I'm not a fuddy dud. I can take some risque stuff, but some of the stuff on Netflix and whatnot, just like super cynical. There's nothing but anti-heroes and I I can, you know, enjoy that stuff to some degree, but this is kind of the traditional um, uh, television drama series. But in in fact, I think it's ahead of its time because it's very diverse and varied and it's, it's really multi-genre. They have drama, they have slapstick stuff, they have almost suspense horror type you know episodes there's sort of mm-hmm. the shoot 'em up westerns american indian stuff there's you know a little bit of racial stuff and what was a little surprising to me is that they even got into you know they'll go to another town or they're going to go and hang out and you know to the gold rush and try to hit it big or something mm-hmm. and i i think i'll i don't think i either saw those episodes or really appreciated um the diversity of the uh of the series when i was a kid well, Brendan, I want to thank you so much for coming. Uh, looks like we're pulling up to the mercantile. Um, I think we're going to hold them up. <laughs> Good <laughs> I, deal. I'm, I got to pick up an oven. To my friend Nels. I'm going to say goodbye to my friend Nels and give him a <laughs> not hearty handshake. He's just waving and waving. Don't wave at the blacksmith. That guy's a creepo. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Brendan, thank you so much. I do appreciate your time. And 
Um, you can find Brandon um, Latouye um, right. in, in the group. Uh, be um, commenting and um, all types of stuff. And I, I really do appreciate you coming on here and sharing your um, experience and thoughts about Little House in the Prairie. Thank you for listening. If you would like to come on and talk about Little House in the Prairie, please reach out to me, mark at warnockrovecast.com. This portion of Little House on the Prairie has been brought to you by All Temperature Cheer. All Temper Cheer. Thursday night, Orson Welles hosts a gigantic and dazzling special featuring the Soviet Union's top performers. First time on American television, highlights of the Russian Dance Festival, followed by the award-winning true story, Farewell to Manzanar. Thursday, starting at 8, 7 Central and Mountain Time on NBC. Stay tuned now for Dark Victory next.